The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents Tuesday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on ninety seven five Glory FM. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Tuesday Night High School Basketball, along with Joe Gailey and producer Nathan Laddie back in our studios. Mike Warford with you here courtside from the Lincoln Trail Center. Here at Chesapeake High School for this Region 8 quality sub-region doubleheader between the Cherokee Bluff Bears and the Chesapeake War Eagles. We'll have the girls game coming up after this girls game playing with the JV just completes. Yep, got, we'll about, ready for that one. got about 8.6 seconds. There comes Mr. McIntyre to plug us up to War Eagle TV tonight. And we'll, we'll be, be simulcasting with a live video stream. There's on the other side of you. There, yes, Michael. sir. The... Uh, Ought to be a really good matchup, especially in this first game, Mike. You got two teams that are undefeated in the sub-region, both of them four and zero, uh, and both of them are uh, either five and one or six and zero in the region overall. So it ought to be a really good matchup in the girls' game. The boys' game should be a decent matchup. You've got uh, one and three in the region, Chesty Boys, and a three and one Cherokee Bluff Bears. Um, and so it all have, I think we're going to have. Two good matchups here tonight between the cross county rivals, Chesapeake War Eagles and the Cherokee Bluff Bears. And the Lady Bears and the Lady War Eagles just got through with their JV game. They did just finish that up. And like I mentioned, that the, the both of these teams are uh, coming up here. The, the Lady War Eagles, Lady Bears are undefeated in this subregion. Uh, they're both ranked in the top 10 in the state. And uh, so we ought to have a really good matchup tonight. I was talking to Coach Cassie Cott on the Lady Bears before the game. And um, Caitlin Cook is a big soccer player. She's got two or three of those on her squad. And Caitlin's been in Florida uh, this week play, or this weekend playing um, soccer. And uh, she, she was delayed on the flight today because of the weather moving through the area. So she doesn't know if Caitlin's not here right now, but she might come in there in the game. Just depends on how the, how the travel goes for her. So we may or may not see Caitlin Cook. And she's one of the, the main cogs in the wheel for Cherokee Bluff. We'll see if that affects them any. Well, it could be similar to the Lanierland Championship. You heard the story about KT Thompson mm -hmm. of, the, of the boys team. He was at the Georgia Elite football game in Rome. Yep. yep. And, and thankfully our championship game, with Gainesville and Cherokee Bluff mm -hmm. was delayed about an hour, so he was able to get from Rome to Johnson High School mm -hmm. in time to, he said he had to get his way through the pass gate yeah. to get down to the <laughs> locker room, change, and then he comes over to the score, to the bench and Pat's coach uh, Josh Travis on the rear and says, hey, I'm here. I'm and here. And he's okay. And he played. Yes, and, and that yeah. was like midway of the first quarter. Yep. So we'll see when Caitlin arrives. And when you see her come in, you'll That's know right. she's here. Yep. So if you see number 20, um, the blonde-haired girl with the – with the uh, a ponytail, we'll know that number 20 has arrived for sure. So this, oh. this right here, Joe, this could be easily a matchup you'll see for the region championship yes. in February. They'll play once again at Cherokee Bluff on February the 2nd. We may have that game for you also. Let's mm -hmm. see what we do by our schedule uh, about going into that last week of the regular season because most teams will wrap up on that Friday, February the 2nd, or the following Tuesday on February the 6th, and then they'll get ready for the region tournament coming up the week of Valentine's Day and with the sub-region tournament. And you look at, I think you could easily see these two teams right here defeat anybody really on the other side yes. of the region and then play really for the number one and two seeds going into the state playoffs. Yes, I could see these two teams being number one and number two going in. 
I, you know, I can see both of them splitting their regular season matchup and, and playing for the region championship. And, you know, these two teams are pretty equal, other than numbers, where uh, Chester T's only got eight and Cherokee Bluff's got 13. That's really the only difference because these two teams match up really good. They play well together, the teams do. And so I'm looking for a good ball game in the twos. As we saw and, and talked about it last week, I think we're going to see a lot of strategy between these coaches tonight, between Sutton Shirley and Cassie Scott. I think we'll see a lot of that uh, going on. You might, you might see t- all ten timeouts used tonight. Who knows? That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Really impressed with Coach Scott in her first season's head mm-hmm. coach. She's done real there well. There at Cherokee Bluff for Sutton Shirley, of course, the second-generation coach here at Chesapeake. Again, his dad was the first coach ever here mm-hmm. at Chesapeake back in 0203. And what a job he has done for this team. But, boy, they are led by, in my mind, an all-stater going to West Georgia next year. It'll be a Lady Wolf yep. there in black. And what a job she has done. Yeah, Riley Black's, uh, you know, the, we were talking there earlier in the season. And, you know, everybody's wondering, okay, she may not have a double-double of 25 and 12, but she has a quiet double-double of 17 and 10 or 16 and 11. And then she might go for a triple-double and might wind up with 10 assists. You never can tell. Riley's one of those quiet players that at the end of the night, you look down and say, wow, she had that many points? You know, and, and, and but you got several on their team. you got Caroline Bull that can surprise you. you got Peyton Cable that can line it up from three-point line. Sierra Yarbrough, we saw last game that we had them. She's, she's uh, started hitting some threes. So, liable to see anybody. And then on Cherokee Bluff side, all the girls can score. Carlson, Graham, Reynolds, Bristol Kirsch, um, Carson DeMars, all of them can hit the three. Brooklyn Phillips had a couple last week when we saw her. So, you know, they all can play, and they all play really intense defense, too. So I think that's where we're going to see a lot of difference in the game now, as far as cut, cutting off the passing lanes, uh, how quick their hands are going to be, all that good stuff. But all eyes will be on Riley Black, who became the all-time leading scorer mm-hmm. at Chesapeake High last week. She surpassed Peyton Robertson. You remember Peyton yep. back in the day here at Chesapeake High. So congratulations, Riley, who will be the all-time leading scorer. We continue. We count down to tip-off here on 97.5 Glory FM with a live video stream on War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. 
Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And we're back here courtside at the Lincoln Trail Center at Chesapeake High. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio. Live video stream on YouTube on War Eagle TV. We always say thanks to Stephen McIntyre and his great crew here at War Eagle TV. Nothing like them. We invite everyone from the Cherokee Bluff area and also from Chesapeake High to join us here online. We'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email to mail at WGTJRadio.com. Let us know what you think about our broadcast. You also can send a text message to me to 678-928-1826. That is 678-928-1826. That's our text line here at 97.5. Glory FM as we continue counting down the tip-off. And really, Joe, we always talk about the go-to girls. Of course, you know Riley's going to be the go-to girl mm -hmm. on the War Eagle side. But the big thing is now, who's going to be the go-to girl on the side of the Lady Bears? Yeah, and we saw last week, you know, Caitlin Cook kind of – commands the, the presence and, and takes the basketball to create something. You might see the freshman Bristol Kirsch handle the ball a good bit tonight, but I think that Carson DeMars and Claire Carlson will be the two that you'll see tonight step up early on for the Lady Bears. Now, Brooklyn Phillips came in and played kind of a two position or three position. She shot a couple of threes last, year. She did, last week. She didn't handle the ball as much, but Carson and Claire, Audrey Graham, you may see handle the ball. Uh, be interesting with Emory Jones in the game. She, we saw her a little bit mm -hmm. last week in Emory. You know, and she's a freshman, but she's learning, and she's coming in there kind of like Zara Goss at, at North Hall, and she is going to be a dominating factor for the Lady Bears in the next couple of years because she can play the middle pretty well for Coach Cassie Scott. Well, one question for the Lady War Eagles, will Coach Scott put a, a zone defense right. against Riley and the offense for Chesapeake? Well, and, you know, as, as we've seen, we always we, we, we usually guess, or I usually guess, and then I, I'm more, more, more times than not I'm wrong, but uh, you got to be able to get the offside rebound or block out. If you're going to play a zone, you got to know which zone you're blocking out and find your girl or your person that you're supposed to block out or find a person. You know, in this case, you'll have a white jersey against a purple jersey. Okay, I'm, I'm the white jersey. i got to block a purple jersey out regardless in my area. And if you've got two purple jerseys, which one do I block out, you know? And uh, so a lot of it's going to be that if they were to play a zone, if I play a man-man, same thing. you still, still got to see uh, a lot of easy baskets being made on second-chance shots. And Riley is really good at it. We've seen that with Caitlin Cook. Uh, she's really good at Claire Carlson. So it, it might be a battle on second chance points tonight. I think early, yeah, unless the teams both both teams come out really hot, it might be a game of jitters in the first four minutes, and then you know kind of pick up from there. Oh, you and I have talked about so many times is that both of these teams with Coach Sutton Shirley and with Coach Cassie Scott, they go inside first, yep. then they'll kick it back outside. Mm -hmm, exactly right. About the only time that they'll go straight to it is if they had an open lane. You might see Riley or you might see Bristol. If they've got an open lane down the right side or left side, they might just put it on the floor and go right in for the layup. Uh, but other than that, they try to go inside first. They'll run their offense such as that to try and get a low pick, a low screen, or, or, or something coming off the screen down low to get an easy shot before they pull it back out and maybe look for a throw. One thing you'll find out very important in this ballgame also is rebounds, especially mm -hmm. on the offensive end when getting second-chance shots. Exactly, and I think that might be a big key tonight too is, is which team keeps the other team off the glass. And what I mean by that, defensive rebounds. If the, if, if the if Cherokee Bluff, wearing purple tonight, gets a shot off and, they, and, and Chester T does not block them out and gives uh, Cherokee Bluff an easy second shot, 
that could be a difference and vice versa tonight. So second chance shots might be a big, big plus in this game for whichever team. That's why I can see Coach Scott going with his own defense mm-hmm. against Riley and the offense for Chester to Right. And I think both teams will probably, especially Coach Shirley, I think we'll see some pressure early on, 1-2-2, uh, 2-1-2, two, two, uh, two, two, or 1-3-1, one, something like that. You might see that early on in the game, and it's going to depend on if they score easily off of it, then they'll back them up. Uh, they, might, they might see more pressure if they don't. So just depends on how they're handling the basketball. Yeah, we're counting down to tip off and a nice girls game. will be taking place just after 6 p.m. this evening. Mm-hmm. With that girls JV game going just a little bit longer. It was Tuesday night. They started a little bit past 6 p.m. And, again, we're glad you're with us here. Let everybody know you can see the game on War Eagle TV and hear our coverage right here for 97.5 Glory FM as we bring you this big ball game. And you think about yep. the importance of this one on down the stretch, you know, even though they're going to play again on February the 2nd, yeah. how big this one is. Well, it is. I mean, it, you know, both teams, like I mentioned earlier, that both teams are undefeated in the sub-region. Mm-hmm. And this gives you one more step up in that sub-region race. And neither team wants that loss. You have to remember it's only one loss. So whatever happens tonight, you got to regroup if you're on the losing side and get ready for, for Friday night's game and come back with a, with almost not reckless abandon, but with a, a, a pure in your mind, i got to win tonight. Well, it tells you where the schedule is right now. Tonight ends the first half of the season mm-hmm. in Region 8 Quad A in this uh, region. Other right. games around the area tonight, you have North Hall playing at East Forsyth. East Hall is at Johnson tonight. Coming up on Friday, these two teams will be on the road starting out game one of the second go-around here uh, when it comes to the sub-region schedule. Yeah, and I think that you know everybody will have that first game filling out their opponent, and now the second time, if you lost them the first time, you've got to win the second time. And, of course, as we always say, you want to defend the home court, which we know Ch- uh, Chester T wants to do in both games tonight. Well, the big thing, too, Joe, think about this, is that one of these teams is going to be the number one team going into the second round, basically, yep. while the loser will be in second place. Correct. Top two teams get the bye in the first round of the region playoffs. Exactly. That is so important. Exactly. And I, you know, I think going in, these two teams knew that they were probably going to be in the top two or three. And as it turns out, yes, they're number one and number two are actually tied for number one right now in the sub. Uh-huh. And uh, as far as wins and losses, Chester T is 12 and four overall, Cherokee Bluff 13 and two. I think one team is ranked uh, sixth and one tenth or something of that nature, in, according to the GHSA. And you know, other than that, they're they're about equal as way I look at. It. They both played well. We've covered both teams this year, and with with the sheer numbers, I look at a lot of times and just the numbers that Sutton Shirley's got with only eight girls. That just amazes me as well as they oh, play together. And of course, uh, Cherokee Bluff. You know, with a new coach, a first-year head coach, Cassie Scott. They've done it. She's done an amazing job with the girls this year, even though she's got a veteran crew from playing from last year. Well, we have a moment. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're tuned to Cherokee Bluff and Chesapeake Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Well, you can feel the anticipation, can't you? Getting closer and closer to tip off in a nice girls game. Yeah, for sure. I was watching the referees and spoke to Stacey Allen, who's one of them. Coach Bishop went down and talked to Stacey and Jesse, the two of the officials tonight. I stood up and gave Stacey a salute. I saw him. I said, hey, three times in one season. That's pretty good for us, buddy. Absolutely. (laughs) Yep. And, of course, loved seeing Dave Bishop, the Athletic director here at Chester T. Hine, his first year as athletic director. He came over and spoke to us earlier. He, he snuck in here behind us and then had to hop up and go down, but he came in and said hello. Very good. Also, 
Kenny Hill, the athletic director at Cherokee Bluff. He's been there since day one, his mm-hmm. sixth year as AD at Cherokee Bluff. Yep. And, you know, and they've done a really good job with, with everything they've had. You know, you think of what um, uh, Cherokee Bluff's done in their years, Mike. You know, they had a, the football started off slow, then they got really, really good. They had a little bit of a lull, and they had a decent year last year. And so I look for them to continue to build. Coach Kemp getting ready for baseball now. He's had a contender, went to the state playoffs the last couple of years. And, you know, I look for them to be another good team this year. Basketball is on the rise with the two coaches, Josh Travis and Cassie Scott. You know, they've had a really good volleyball program over the last several years. Soccer's good. So they're get, good all around. Get this, show. I'm, I'm- a month for the day is January the 9th. February 9th is the last day of the regular season for high school basketball. Ah. First day for high school baseball. Yeah, I, I did notice on some of the stuff you've given me that a couple of teams actually have scrimmages the week or two before that, as yep. early as the second. So, All right, let's take a timeout, get ready for the playing of the national anthem. They'll get ready for the starting lines to be introduced. They'll get ready for basketball. It will be Cherokee Bluff and Chesity here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Tuesday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems. NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, and by Representative Lee Hawkins. It's time for the tip-off of Tuesday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. And again, we are courtside here for the Lincoln Trail Center at Chesapeake High School. Joe Gailey, Mike Marshall with you here. 
This region 8.8, a sub-region doubleheader. As the War Eagles of Chesapeake take on the Cherokee Bluff Bears with the starting lineups. Here's Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. Get the picture, folks. Cherokee Bluff, all in purple with their gray trimmed in white uniforms. Cassie Scott, her first year's head coach for the Lady Bears, 13-2 and 4-0 in sub-region 8, 4A North. A senior, number one, Carson DeMars. A sophomore, number three, Claire Carlson. A sophomore, number four, Audrey Graham. A senior, number five, Emma Reynolds. And a freshman, number 13, Bristol Kirsch. And for the Chesapeake Lady Warriors, Sutton Shirley coming in. He's 12-4 overall, 4-0 in 8-4A sub-region. He'll start a senior, number one, Sierra Yarborough. A junior, number two, Addison Boyd. A junior, number five, Caroline Bull. A junior, number 11, Peyton Cable. And a senior, number 15, Riley Black. The Lady War Eagles all in white with the customary maroon and dark purple and trimmed in black. The officials assigned by the Georgia Mountain Officials Association. Ought to be interesting when Mike looking forward to it here. Join us live here at the gym. Still lots of rear end spaces here at the gym. Come on down and join us. And if you can't, join us on War Eagle TV. And listen to us as we broadcast the game. You will have Chesapeake going from left to right here in the first half. Cherokee Bluff going from right to left. You'll have Peyton Cable jumping against Emma Reynolds. And Cherokee Bluff will win the tap. Audrey Graham gives it over to Bristol Curse. Bristol drives for the basket. Shot. No good. There's offensive rebound as we talked about. Number one, Carson DeMars got it. Stuck it back up and in. 2-0 early on. Riley Black has it in the front court after a couple passes. She'll take it all the way, and she's fouled. And that's when they're going to try and take it to the basket. Fouls on number four, Audrey Graham, her first team first. And Riley Black taking it to the basket. She gets fouled, and they're going to go to the free throw line. First shot is good right over the front of the rim by Riley Black. Well, I mentioned, Joe, about penetrating. That's what they need to do here. And then Rock can go to the free throw line a lot tonight. Second one's no good. 2-1, to one, your score early on here. 20 seconds in to the first half. Caroline Carlson, Carolyn, uh, Claire Carlson, excuse me, gives it over to Graham. Back over to Carlson on the far side. Kirsch with the basketball now up near midcourt. Kirsch gives it over to this side to Graham. Graham goes in the corner to Carlson in the corner. Carlson drives a little floater from four feet out. Offensive foul on Carlson as Riley Black draws the offensive foul. Claire Carlson commits the offensive foul. Good job by Riley. Uh, stand in there and take the charge. Press in the backcourt by Cherokee Bluff. They get it in the front court now. Sierra Yarborough gets it back over to Addison Boyd. Back over to Riley Black on the far side. Far corner over to, to Peyton Cable. In the corner to Sierra Yarborough for three off the back rim. No rebounding by Caroline Bull. Shot it over the top of the rim. No good. Tipped up, tipped up. Finally rebounded down there by number one, Carson DeMars. Carson will come the other direction. She'll give it over to Claire Carlson. Carlson gives it over to Bristol Kirsch. Kirsch has the basketball. Goes behind her back, dribbles towards this side of the court, passes it back out to Claire Carlson. Carlson with the basketball. Carlson guarded by Caroline Bull. She tries to whip it around on the baseline and throws it out of bounds. Trying to go to the far side, throw it to Audrey Graham, and threw it out of bounds on the far end down there. 1-2-2 press by the Lady Bears. Riley Black. Gives it up to Caroline Bull. It's going to be knocked out of bounds on the far side by Claire Carlson. 
Lady War Eagles will have the basketball. Six and a half minutes. Two to one your score. Lady Bears with the lead. Sierra Yarborough gives it over here in the corner. Oh, excuse me, Sierra's got it now. Tried to go to Riley Black. Knocked out from behind. Claire Carlson knocked it away, but knocked it out of bounds. Shot clock will be on 21. Let me make sure they got the new shot clock. There we go. They have plenty of now, time. Yeah, they said the referees was confirming they had to change the position out front there. That's why they changed it. So you got a whole new shot clock for them right here. Go inside the cable. Cable with a little short shot in front. No good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley, she's going to take it towards the basket. She steps up and under, misses the layup as she hits the bottom of the rim. Rebounded by Carlson. Comes the other direction. Carlson. Passes it over to this side. Gives it over to Graham. Back to Carlson. Here on the left wing. Far side to Kirsch. Kirsch. Now she's out between the circles. Guarded by Boyd. Gives it over to Carlson. Now to Graham. Graham back to Kirsch. Kirsch with 15 on the shot clock in the corner to Carlson. Carlson tries to go baseline. Pulls up. Short one good. 4-1. Your score. Lady Bears with the lead. They go in a hurry. Boyd throws it up. Corralled over there by Cable to Black on the far side. Or excuse me, to Caroline Bull. Riley Black. Excuse me, to Cable. Cable gives it off to Boyd for three. Boyd knocks down a three. And we are tied at four. We mentioned that the pregame show. Carolina had to be important in this game. Number three, Claire Carlson brings it up. Lady War Eagles dropping back in the man-to-man pressure from half court. Hirsch goes in towards the back. She's fouled from behind and said the pass is going to count. And she threw it up, foul by Addison Boyd as she went up for the shot. Kirsch hit the basket, and she get one. So trying to complete the old-fashioned three-point play to make it 7-4, 6-4 now, 5-13 in the quarter. Kirsch's free throws in and out, no good. Rebound tip, tip. Kirsch gets a rebound, throws it up off the glass. Good. 8-4 is your score now, 5-0-9 in the quarter. Four-point play, basically. Yes, it was. Far side, got a travel violation. On Caroline Bull on the far side, right about the 28-foot line in the backcourt. Kirsch will throw it in for the Lady Bears. Throws it deep into the backcourt to Claire Carlson. Carlson has it. She brings it up the right side. Comes back towards the middle. Got a screen. Good job by Reynolds. Tries to go. Oh, nice pass. Missed the shot by DeMars. Is finally rebounded by Riley Black. Riley Black dribbles up. Tipped away. She controls. She remains controlled. Riley takes it inside, dribbles, kicks it back out to Boyd. Boyd for three, off the back rim, no good. Rebound, Peyton Cable. Cable goes up, and she's fouled, but missed the shot. But she got the second chance shot and got fouled. We missed the pregame show again. Boy, how important this already been in the first yep. quarter, Joe. Bristol Kirsch with her first foul. They'll get two shots. We've seen uh, two of the big guns, if you will, and that one rolled off the rim. Riley Black got a second chance point him in to go, and it was one for one. Or one for two, excuse me. Now we see Peyton Cable doing the same thing, and she's one for two. Two for four now is what they are on the free throw line. It's 8-5 with 437 in the quarter. Bristol Kirsch will trot it up into the front court. Bristol, younger sister of Boston Kirsch, who plays for the men's team. Bristol in the front court on the right wing. Cross-court pass gets it over here to Carlson. Get to Graham. Carlson gets it back. She shot a long three, no good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley Black gets the rebound. Riley behind the back, gives it over to Addison Boyd. Addison goes in the corner. Now she goes to to Cable. Cable for a short jumper, no good. Rebounded and almost knocked out of bounds, but corralled by Kirsch. Bristol Kirsch brings it all the way up. She's going to take it all the way with about a three-step, Euro-step thing there. She missed it. Rebounded by Boyd. Boyd goes the other direction in a hurry. She's going to take it all the way. Got knocked out of bounds. 
Good block by Emma Reynolds that time. You'll have Brooklyn Phillips coming in the game and Blakely Boyd coming in. Blakely will come in for Sierra Yarborough and Brooklyn comes in for Audrey Graham. And Blake was over a three-point uh, trip. Got an offensive foul uh, on Caroline Bull, a illegal screen. She came out there and sat, rolled off too early, and official caught it, and they'll go the other direction. 8-5 your score. Lady Bears with a lead with 3.49 left here in the first quarter. Come the other direction. Carlson has the basketball. Claire gives it back out to Kirsch. Kirsch from a long way away dribbles inside the three-point line, trying to go towards the basket, and she throws a wild pass over the far side, and it's going to be knocked out of bounds off of number 10, Blakely Boyd, with 16 on the shot clock. Carson DeMars will throw it in to Kirsch here on the near side right down in front of us. Kirsch has it going against Addison Boyd. Way out front. She goes behind her back. Comes back over here to this side to Reynolds. Reynolds gives it off to Brooklyn Phillips. Brooklyn way out front with three, two, one. She shot it with one. Just threw it up there. Didn't hit anything. That'll be a shot clock violation. Good defense by the Lady War Eagles. Excellent defense by Chesa T. 8-5 your score, 317. They let it run down that time. They get it up in the front court. Caroline Bull has it. Gives it in the corner to Boyd, to Blakely Boyd. She misses the shot. No good. Rebounded by Peyton Cable. She goes up. She misses a shot, but she got hit in the face. And right in the eyeball, she's covering up her eye and telling the official, hey, I need a second. We'll have two free throws. I did not get who the foul was on. I was looking at Peyton. But today, I love the way she plays inside, oh, yeah. Joe. Yeah, she, she plays hard inside, and she is a uh, junior. They cut Sutton Shirley. So, you know, he's being glad to see he's got some talent coming back next year. First free throw is no good. She's two, one for three now. You've got uh, Audrey Graham and Emory Jones, who we talked about earlier, will be coming in the game for the Lady Bears now, coming in for DeMars and Phillip. No, Phillip's still in the game, excuse me. She missed that second one, rebounded by Emory Jones. They bring it up, Bristol Kirsch with the basketball. Kirsch gets it back outside to Reynolds. Reynolds shot a three, good! Right outside the three-point arch and knocked it down, 11-5. Coach Shirley not happy at all with the defense right there, Michael. Absolutely, Joe. Caroline Bull gets over to Peyton Cable. Peyton for three long, hits the side of the rim, comes off, and Blakely Boyd fighting for it. Gets off her fingertips out of bounds. You'll have Jamile Weaver and Sierra Yarborough coming in for Boyd and for Cable. Well, this in for Chesty, they're rushing their shots. Yep, think they are a little bit, Michael. 11-5, six-point advantage for the Lady Bears. Early on, 240 left here in the first quarter from the Lynn Contrail Center. Emma Reynolds has it. She goes toward the basket, gets knocked away, taken away by Addison Boyd. Addison has it, and then he got knocked away over there by number five, Emma Reynolds, for the Lady Bears, and it will be Chester T's basketball. Chester T has it. That'll be Boyd. Uh, Bull get, has it now. Bull comes up the court, goes all the way towards the basket. Left-handed layup, good. Over to Emory Jones, who had her hands outstretched, and Thu got the left-handed layup up over her, 11-7 now. Lady Bears with the lead. Kirsch. Kirsch takes it all the way down, and she pulls it back out. Here on the left wing, throws it on the far side to Reynolds. Goes down to Jones, and Jones is fouled by Riley Black, I do believe. Let's see. That foul's going to be on Riley. You'll see Peyton Cable will come in for somebody. Emory Jones will be at the line for two. It was a nice pass. They got inside from as Emma Reynolds got it on the far side and immediately bounce pass into Emory Jones. First free throw is good by Emory. She did what she was supposed to do. 
And Jamal Weaver comes out. Coach Sutton surely giving some vocal instruction to Jemiah as Peyton Cable is back in the game. Emory Jones' second free throw is good. 12-7, 13-7 now your score. Seven-point lead for the Lady Bears. Addison Boyd brings it across midcourt. Lady Bears have backed up kind of in a zone, a 1-3-1 one, one now. That's what they're playing. Dice back door. Caroline Bull goes over the shot, hits the rim, no good. Rebounded by number two, Brooklyn Phillips. Brooklyn will trot it up into the front court, gives it off to Kirsch. Kirsch is running the show tonight with Caitlin Cook out of town. Brooklyn Phillips running the weave up top, gives it off to Aldrich Graham, gives it over to Kirsch. Kirsch on the right wing, looking to go down low. She does, gives it off to Phillips in the left corner. Right corner, excuse me, Phillips brings it across with the left hand. Little baby hook, got it to go, 15 to 7. Gives it off to Addison Boyd. She'll bring it in from Riley Black. Addison Boyd gets it in the front court, gives it off to Caroline Bull. Caroline is going to go man-to-man now. Riley has the basketball, 114 and 23. Riley takes it all the way and pulls up short off the rim. No good, and it's going to be off. Uh, purple out of bounds as you had two Lady Bears going for it, and it was in Bristol Kirsch's hand. She thought that Emma Reynolds had it, and it drifted out of bounds. Surprise the one-on-one defense. Yep. Yarborough out of, or out of the game, and Blakely Boyd back in. They throw it long outside to Caroline Bull. Caroline dribbles over to this side, hits number two, Addison, or excuse me, that was uh, Addison Boyd, yes. And a second chance shot by Peyton Cable, no good. They'll come the other way in a hurry. That's going to be Brooklyn Phillips. She got it, pulls up shot, no good. And it's going to be rebounded by Riley Black. Riley will dribble the other direction with 47. Riley. Thought about pulling up. She'll take it in there, throw it up for a shot. Good. A little off the back. Back to backboard and in. 15 to 9. 37 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Six-point advantage for the Lady Bears. Bristol Kirsch with the basketball. About two seconds between the shot clock and the game clock. Audrey Graham trapped down low. Gives it off to Kirsch. Kirsch has it. Went behind her back and threw it right by everybody. It'll be out of bounds and give it to... Chester T with 19.7 seconds left here in the first quarter. They'll stop the clock briefly to tie a shoe out here at the three-quarters court. That was Miss Cable. Riley Black will throw it in to Addison Boyd right to Riley with 18 on the clock. Shot clock is off. 15, 14, 13. Taking their time. You might have heard Coach Shirley saying go, gives it to Riley. Riley tries to go kick it in the corner to Addison. Addison for three, knocks it down. 15-12 with three, two, one. Bristol, they won't get a shot off. 15-12 after one, Lady Bears with the lead. And we're back in the second quarter in one minute here on 97.5, Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And back here at Chesapeake High Game Ready for quarter number two of this big Region 8 quality sub-region game. Chesapeake with a big three-pointer there at the, towards the end of that quarter, Mike. Cut to three, 15 to 12. Chesapeake will have a chance to tie it up to begin the quarter as they get the ball first. Riley Black inbounds it to Addison Boyd. Boyd back over to Black on the left wing. Back to Boyd here on this side. She goes, dribbles toward the middle, gives it to Riley Black. Riley pulls up, kicks it in the corner to At- Blakely Boyd. Blakely goes in, a little runner, no good. Rebounded by Emma Reynolds. Emma Reynolds gets it over to Graham. Graham gives it over to Carlson. Carlson this side to Kirsch. Kirsch will spin move. Looks thought about giving it back. She does now over to Carlson. Carlson gives it in this corner to Emma Reynolds. Reynolds with a little short shot, no good. Rebounded by Cable. Cable has the basketball. Oh, nice job by Reynolds to stay back. Got the interception. And got the basket to go down, 17-12. They didn't see Emma sneak in there. She grabbed it, went straight up for the shot, and knocked it down. Five-point advantage now for the Lady Bears. Addison Boyd goes towards the basket, kicks in the corner. Caroline Bull, Caroline for three, way long. Going to be number 10. Wakely Boyd got the rebound and went up, but she's fouled from behind by number two. No, by, excuse me, number five, Emma Reynolds. And so Emma will be at the line. Oh, excuse me. Blakely Boyd will be at the line for two. Her first one is good. 17 to 13. Jemiah Weaver comes back in the game now for Peyton Cable. And that first free throw was so important, Joe. Yes, it is, always. Second free throw, good. That's the first player to hit both of them tonight for the Lady War Eagles. Kirsch, or, yeah, Kirsch gets the inbound pass from Graham. She'll dribble it up slowly. Pick him out high. In a man-to-man defense out front. Kirsch gives it over on the far side to Carlson, or Graham, excuse me. And we've got a foul on Riley Black. That's two on Riley. Yes, it is. Wow. Playing aggressive defense way out front on DeMars and really didn't have to do that. Another staff for Riley. Yeah, we missed mm-hmm. the pregame show was rebounds. Yep. She did a great job so far. Yep. DeMars throws it into Kirsch. Kirsch almost in midcourt. She'll dribble down the right side a little bit, and then she pulls it back out outside the three-point line. She spin moves right in there. Missed, and then got a foul after the fact on Blakely Boyd. Fouled her after she uh, came to, ooh, and she twisted her knee a little bit, did Bristol. Hope she's all right. Ooh, she, she came down after shooting the shot, and they're going to sub in Brooklyn Phillips to shoot the free throw for Bristol. She shot it, and on, when after the shot, Blakely was blocking out, and she hit her before she came down. And, Bristol's favoring that right leg as she comes off the court. Hope she's all right. That's so sort of again a reminder we in between games you'll hear from one of the experts from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine here on 97.5 Glory FM. First free throw by Phillips is no good. You can understand that. She's cold. Just came off the bench and boom, she had to shoot a free throw and she missed it. Now she'll get one more. That one's up. Off that, no good. Rebound by Riley Black. Riley. 17-14, Lady Bears with the lead. Riley's trying to force the action, goes in, shoots a floater from about six feet and knocks it down. 17-16 with six and a half left here in the first half. They'll come the other direction. 
Claire Carlson with the basketball, gives over to Phillips. Phillips dribbles toward the middle of the court. Now she brings it back in towards the middle, and she's going to have a foul, offensive foul, they're calling, as Jamal Weaver and Blakely Boyd are both there, but Brooklyn Phillips with the offensive foul. And they're going to say she pushed off with her right arm as she's dribbling with the left hand, and she's predominantly left-handed, is Brooklyn, and got the turnover and an offensive foul. Jamal Weaver will come out, and they went back in. Not sure who it was, but anyway. It's offense, defense, yep. Joe. Addison Boyd comes in. She has it, and it's going to be a foul. As both girls were kind of loose right there, and foul's going to be on number four, Audrey Graham. Audrey, both uh, her and Addison. Addison was dribbling in, and Audrey went towards her and committed the foul. And so you see more of that offense, defense substitution mm -hmm. even early in games you now. Do. That's exactly right. You see it again right there. Peyton Cable come back in. She gets the inbounds pass. She'll bring it back outside, give it to Caroline Bull, who'll give it to Riley in the corner. Riley dribbles from right to left. She goes in the middle, pulls up, shot up. Little shot, about a full footer, good. Knocks it down. First lead of the night for the Lady War Eagles. 18-17 with six minutes left here in the first half. Allie Wilson fixing the check in for. And stolen on the far side by Black. Black dribbles up with the left hand, going from coast to coast. Swaps over to the right, goes up to the left, good. 20 to 17, timeout. Cassie Scott will be a full. A full? Okay. We'll take a look. We're back in one minute here from Chester T. High on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Good time out there, I think, for Coach Cassie Scott, Joe. Yep, that was uh, four, four straight points for Chester T. Gives him a three-point lead, so I think it's a good time out. Ch and Ch Chester T is going to come up in a 1-2-2 a two, two press right here and try and see what they can do. They got him in the backcourt. They got two seconds to get it across, and they do. Right at the 25 mark, Brooklyn Phillips has it down low, knocked away and stolen by Blakely Boyd. Blakely gives it to Riley Black. Riley brings it up against Brooklyn Phillips. Riley comes to a jump stop, went up, and it's knocked out of bounds by Hallie Wilson. Good job that presence of Hallie in the middle right there. She just stuck the hands up when Riley went up. Hallie kind of stuck her hands up and knocked it out of bounds. They go to Riley from Peyton in the cable. Riley for three, no good. And rebound on the far side by number four, Audrey Graham. She gives it off. Through Carlson. Carlson gives it back to Graham. Tries to go inside to Wilson, but it's going to be tipped out of bounds on the far side by Cable, and it will be Cherokee Bluff basketball underneath their own basket with 27 on the shot clock. Audrey Graham looking, 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 looking. Finally found Brooklyn Phillips before the five count. Brooklyn here on this side goes up for the little short layup. Good. And an offensive foul on Brooklyn as she ran all over Sierra Yarborough. Yarborough took the charge that time, and that took the basket away. 
And that is three offensive fouls for Cherokee Bluff in the oh, first half. Now I, I, I beg your pardon. Mikey pointed. Okay. Yet, and it's going to be a defensive foul. It All was right. on your Count the basket then. Yeah, count the basket. She's at the line to try and tie it up. And she does. We're tied at 20. He stuck his arm out like it indicates an offensive foul, but he was saying the basket was good. I didn't see the two fingers come out for that. My fault, my fault folks. Riley Black has it on the far side. Riley dribbles into the middle, tries to give it to Peyton Cable, does. But Peyton shot one, went over the basket. Rebounded by Audrey Graham. Gives it to Claire Carlson. Carlson will dribble up. Gives it back over to Graham here on the near side. Graham, she goes long, intercepted by Yarbrough on the far side. Goes up to Riley, tipped away, and Cherokee Bluff steals it away. Carlson after the tip from Graham. Carlson has it. Goes inside to Wilson. Good. Nice little roll in there. A good little left-handed bounce pass to Hallie Wilson with a little layup. 22 to 20. 420 left here in the first half. Caroline Bull with the basketball. Caroline gives it to Cable. Back to Bull. To Yarborough. Over to Riley Black for three. In and out. Rebounded by Wilson. Wilson gives it over to Emma Reynolds. Emma will bring it up to the near side. Emma stops. Gives it back over to Claire Carlson. Carlson looks back. Gets a play call. Now she's going one-on-one against Bull. She'll throw it right in the middle to Brooklyn Phillips, who got open somehow. Another she missed the shot. Rebounded by number 10. It's going to be a timeout. Sutton Shirley, it'll be a 30-second timeout. And I think right there, the big thing after the timeout by Coach Scott, really the defense change, I think, for the Bears. Yep. And the Eagles now, they've got to adjust to that change. They do, and they've gone inside a couple of times here. Mike and been able to convert. Nice pass from Carlson down to uh-huh. uh, Wilson on that last play, and then tried to go inside again right there. And so it's you know they're trying to push it inside and draw some fouls and uh, get some easy baskets. That was a well-developed play going to Wilson though. That was a nice it pass. It was. It was. Everybody kind of came out. They had guarded their man. Alley got open really low there, and boom! Nice left-handed pass. Boom! Spot throw in. Riley Black will have it. She'll throw it in. No pressure in the backcourt by the Lady Bears. And get it in. To Addison Boyd. Addison will dribble up into the front court. 3.43 left in the first half. Addison Boyd will shoot a three off, doesn't hit anything. Rebound on the far side by Reynolds. Reynolds will pass it over to Carlson, and Carlson will dribble it up. Carlson dribbles against Caroline Bull. Carlson, cross handed dribble, comes over the other side, goes inside, threw it right by, threw it right off of, they're saying Peyton Cable hit it last. Look at replay on Oregon TV, now, please. One, one official, one official saying he hit, hit cable. The other official saying that purple hit it. So now they're going to say that it hit purple last, and it's going to be Lady War Eagle basketball after the incomplete pass. I'll call it. We'll go the other direction. Addison Boyd has the basketball. Gives it to Riley Black on the far wing. He's back to Addison. Addison for three off the rim, no good. Rebounded. Nice job by. Emma Reynolds, she went up against Riley Black, was able to tip it out to Wilson, who got the rebound, and now Claire Carlson has it out front. It's knocked away from her by Claire, Caroline Bull. We've had two straight busts, by the way, by Bull. You'll see them take a little more time. Yep, Brooklyn Phillips throws it in to Claire Carlson in the backcourt. Carlson dribbles against Bull. Here on the left wing, gives it to Hallie Wilson. Hallie looking, gives a nice little pass back as she's out on the wing. Back to Carlson. Over to Reynolds, no good. Hallie Wilson with a putback. She went straight up, got it, and went right back up with a two-point basket, 24-20 with 2.42 remaining 
Lady Bears with the lead. We know set the game last Tuesday with her is that she goes straight up. She does. She does a nice job of it. Goes in the far corner this time to Blakely Boyd back outside to Riley Black. Riley with 19. Riley trying to take it all the way in. She does. Can't get it to go. Rebound by Peyton Cable, and she's fouled on the far side. Fouls on number three, Claire Carlson. And Peyton will be at the line for two. Peyton will be at the line. She's 50% so far tonight. She misses the first one. And Claire Carlson has to come out of the game, and Bristol Kirsch will come back in the game. Good to see Bristol back in the game. Jamal Weaver will come in for Riley Black. Second free throws up and good. She's still 50. I think she's three for six tonight on her free throws. Kirsch will bring it up. Good to see Crystal back in the game. Emma Reynolds. Helping her in the backcourt. She's over Bristol. Oh, Emma has it now. Emma went up and got fouled. I think it's going to be on 23. Yep, foul's going to be on 23. Jemiah Weaver, her first. And Emma will be at the line to shoot two up three, 24-21 with 215. <clears throat> first free throw is up. Good. Hers is almost a line drive free throw. There's not a whole lot of arch on it, but she nailed it right into the net. Riley Black got a sip, and now she's going to get ready to go back in. Second one rolls in. Free throw's good, and Riley Black will come back in the game. Riley will come right back in for Jemiah Weaver. Nope, we got one more sub coming in, and Carson DeMar is going to come back in for Brooklyn Phillips. The thing about Riley, she does not go off the court often at not all. Not often. That's exactly right. That's the only time. You might see her for five, five, 10, 15 seconds here and there. It's about the only time. Addison Boyd in the front court gives it off to Cable. Peyton gives it back outside to Blakely Boyd. Blakely to Addison. Addison over the top to Peyton. Cable trying to get inside around Hallie Wilson. Can't do it. It's going to be a foul on Hallie. That'll be her first. And the team, team five. Yes, team five. They'll be at the line for two. Had to find it on the board. And so Peyton Cable will be at the line for two more. Three of six so far tonight. Four of seven. Trying to up that percentage from 50% to a little bit better. Well, what's the percentage when you hit the first one? What happens to the mm -hmm. second one? Second one's up. Good. Back rim and in. 26-23. And Weaver came back in for Riley Black. That might be a defensive thing. Leave Riley out with two fouls. We're going to get a cheap one here in the last minute and a half. Kirsch gives it off to Reynolds. Reynolds comes over here to DeMars. DeMars back to Kirsch. Kirsch goes in the corner to Reynolds. Reynolds beats her person on the far end down there. Shot a little jumper, no good, knocked away and out of bounds. All five. Chester T. New Cherokee bluffs ball with 25 seconds in 136 in the first half remaining. And looking to throw it in, looking to throw it in. Finally get it to Emma Reynolds. Emma Reynolds spins on the baseline. Throws it over the top to Halley. Halley goes up for shot. Good. Hallie with her size and the jumping ability is really doing well here in the first half, Mike. 28-23, Lady Bears with the lead. Lady War Eagles over the top, knocked away, good steal right there. It's almost stolen by Reynolds and then threw it right back away and stolen by the Lady War Eagles and tried to go back out again. And number one, DeMarge makes the steal that time. Carson will pull it up, gives it over to Kirsch. Kirsch slows it down with one minute left here in the first half. Goes inside to Hallie Wilson. Oh, she rolled it out. Got the wrong rebound. Went up. No good. Rebound by Weaver. 
Weaver gives it over to Addison Boyd. Addison looks to dribble. They're trying to pressure in the backcourt. She'll dribble past two defenders. She'll go right in the middle, pass it over to she walk with it. Gives it over on the far side to Havel for three, and it's good. 28-26. Took a couple steps in there into the middle of the lane and threw the pass over to Cable. Payton buried the three. 35 on the game clock, 29 on the shot clock. Kirsch with the basketball. Kirsch gives it off to Emory Jones. Emory goes in, half to Hallie. Hallie goes up for a shot. Emory goes in, and she's fouled from behind by Jemiah Weaver as she got that offside rebound. Mike, we talked about that a lot in the pregame, about the second-chance shots, and right now I think that Cherokee Bluff is winning that battle. Oh, absolutely. They're finding the girl inside, too. They found Wilson three straight times. Mm -hmm. Then Jones comes in. Jones, first free throw is no good. Here's the throw of the rim. Riley Black's going to come in for Jemiah Lee with 21.7. Now, she has to be extremely careful with two fouls not to pick up what I would call a cheap one here in the last 21 seconds, Mike. Second one by Jones is good. 20. 8, 26, 29, 29, 26. And Emory Jones will come out, and Audrey Graham will come in the game for the Lady Bears. Riley Black with Addison Boyd back there to help. Riley has it with 15, 14, 13. She's going to dribble, drive, try to get around Hallie Wilson and can't. She throws it over here on this far side to Caroline Bull with 7. Caroline takes it towards the basket, and we're going to have a foul. And I think it's going to be on Hallie, and it'll be a two-shot. No, it's going to be on 13. Bristol Kirsch will be two on Bristol, and Caroline Bull will be at the line for two. You could tell she was trying to get the basket and go to the line to convert the three-point way to tie the game. Yeah, that's what she was doing for sure. Foul shot is up, rolls in. Two-point game now, 29-27. Again, watch the second free throw after the first made one. This sub right there as Sierra Alberta comes in the game for Riley Black. Free throw is up. Good. Rolls it over the front rim and in, 29-28. Five seconds left. They got time to get it down and get a shot. You got them on the far side, Graham. Carlson to Graham. Her shot of three, no good. That'll be your half, 29-28. Lady Bears at the break. Just what we were expecting here, a great ball game for the region, sub-region lead here halfway through the season. Coming up next on 97.5 Gloria FM, our halftime show of our girls game. I'll be talking with Alan Griffin, the head boys basketball coach, here at Chester TI, we're back in one minute with our halftime show on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. Hey, we're back here at the Lincoln Trail Center at Chesapeake High School. 
joined here at halftime by boys basketball coach Alan Griffin. Good to see you, sir. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year. Thanks so much for having me. All right, tell me about the team since Learland, coach. Uh, well, we've played two really close ball games. Lost to East Hall by five at their place and uh, lost to Seconder in overtime um, here on Tuesday night or last Friday night. And um, so we've, we've been playing good basketball. Just got to get over the hump. So here we are. We know we're halfway through the region schedule, Coach, in the sub-region schedule with this game tonight. Tell me about the importance of the sub-region game where you're playing at home. The old adage is you can't, you can't lose – sub-region games at home for sure and and sub-region games really lead to good seeding in the region tournament to give yourself the best opportunity to make the state playoffs uh with that crossover matchup um of course the other side of our region is is so very talented um so the the more wins we can get the the better seed we'll we'll have in the region tournament and chance to make it to the state tournament that's the big thing we even mentioned alan at the nearland tournament I was waiting to see even then when Cherokee Blood played games before the Lanierland Championship talking about this game here and the matchups you're going to see in this ball game. Yeah, yeah. Um, very good matchups. Uh, Cherokee Bluff has some dynamic players. Uh, they play defense incredibly hard. Um, you know, we got some pretty good scores on our, our on our end of things. And a uh, big thing for us tonight is just going to be limiting, limiting them, especially – uh, limiting their ability to get into the paint and, and kick out to the shooters that they have. So what kind of defense are you going to end up playing against them tonight? It's a surprise. Got to gotcha. wait and see. So watch it here on War Eagle TV <laughs> to get a chance to see that. I sent you a little T for that standpoint, Alan. Yeah. So what I love is, you know, everybody looking at what Colton can do. But the thing about it is you've got so many other players who can help him be effective. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh Bull, four-year starter at the point guard position, uh, handles that duty very well. Um, he can score it. He defends real well for us, and, and he's, he's really talented at seeing Colton and getting Colton, Colton the ball. And, uh, Jordan Jordan Harris for us, another very good guard. Um, he's able to get get to the basket and create his own shots. And then uh, Garrett Selke and Jack Tucker, both seniors, are, are able to drill a couple of threes when, when they get the opportunity as well. Are we going to see a lot of three balls by the War Eagles in it? We, we've got to shoot the three ball much better. Um, that's, that's something we just haven't done. We've outscored all of our – every single game we've had this year, we've outscored our opponents in the paint, and every single game we've been outscored from the three-point line and we started trading threes for twos. And, um, you know, the last math class I took is threes worth more. So that comes we, to the defense, though, didn't it, Coach? It, when, when it, it comes it, to them down that side there, it, it does come down to the defensive side. As well. I mean, you know, um, <clears throat> the game today is played outside of the arc. So, you know, everybody, every one of these kids grew up watching Steph Curry and extending their range, uh-huh. extending their range. So, you know, no longer can, at the varsity boys level, can you put your toes at the three-point line. you got to extend out to it. Um, the thing about that is when you extend out, you, you do open up the paint. So um, what we get caught out, up a lot in is, is allowing penetration into the paint and then the kick out three. Um, has really given us a hard time. You know what, Joe and I have seen the games we broadcast all the schools right here in the area, Coach, is that we're seeing more teams with a shot clock pushing the players outside the arc and going one-on-one and then having some great movement away from the ball to keep things away from the inside and be able to get a rebound if you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, teams have, you know, kind of figuring out the shot clock thing and, um, you know, if you're able to get offensive rebounds, you add possessions to the game and you're you're able to put time on your side as well. 
So the big thing, are you looking at the way basketball is now on the boys' side? It's just full-court press to, to try to limit the amount of time you got once you get into the forecourt? Well, I think, uh, you know, that varies from team to team just based on what, what talent you have. Sure. And the, the trick of the trade is, is figuring out how to win with your kids. Um, and, and I think for us to win ball games, we have to control time of possession a little bit more than the other team. Um, we don't we don't need to allow 80 points in a ball game, which we've done too many times. And um, you know, you, you just look at where 80 points is going to come from on your team, and you see if you can find that. And uh, we really need to keep keep the score down in the in the seven, low 70s, high 60s. Um, to give ourselves the best chance to win. Well, tell you something, as a fan, I like that kind of brand of basketball a lot better than just going out one pass and shoot one up from outside three-point arc. You yeah. know, there's more philosophy in what you're doing. Yeah, it, it's it's a beautiful game, the, however you, you approach it. Um, but uh, when, when I was younger, I, li- I, I certainly liked to coach up and down. Sure. Um, now I'm getting older and more stubborn, want to take some time off the clock a little bit. But again, it comes back to the talent that you've got, and boy, you've got some talent on this team. We do. We do. Um, you know, with, without a doubt, I think we got the best player in North Georgia, maybe top five players in no the doubt. entire state. So. But then the, the, the rest of the cast going on with them, that's a big thing, too. They, it is. It is. And um, big thing, we just got to piece it together this last half of the season and see if we can make a run at it. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We'll talk Thanks. to you soon. Thank you so much. Alan Griffin joining us here at halftime. As you're tuned to 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV, we're back with the second half in one minute. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. It's time for the second half of our game on 97.5 Glory FM. And back here at the Lincoln Trail Center at Chesapeake High School. Thanks to Alan Griffin for joining us here for our halftime guest. Sutton Shirley will join me at halftime of the boys' ball game. Joe's back with us with the halftime stats. Yes, sir. Chesapeake, uh, Blakely Boyd had two. Caroline Bull, four. Addison Boyd, six. Peyton Cable, seven. And Riley Black. Let her team with nine. They were nine and 14 from the free throw line and three threes, two by Addison Boyd in the first half. For Cherokee Bluff, you had Carson DeMars with two, Claire Carlson with two, Brooklyn Phillips with five, Emma Reynolds had seven, Emma Jones three, Bristol Kirsch had four, and Hallie Wilson come off the bench and had six. They were six and nine from the free throw line and one three-pointer in the first half. So good first half by both teams. It's a one-point game, and like we talked in the pregame, Mike, we thought it'd be a close one. And sure enough, it is. I was actually uh, had a moment while you were talking to Alan, talking to Coach Lewis Shirley, Sutton's dad, uh, who was the first coach here for the girls' team. And I refereed for him down in Gwinnett County in here when I was in my referee uniform years ago and chatted for, with him for a minute. And 
you know, as, as he was saying, he said, we kind of wish we, that, the, that, the, that, the, that the courts were reversed tonight, playing at their place first and having it home the second time. But take it what it is and go from here. you got to uh, defend the home court, as I always say. You heard Al Griffin say that very thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. You want to yep. win these games, and the old philosophy is if you can split on the road, you're in good shape. That's exactly right. So Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball to start the first half. And we'll have Phillips and Kirsch, DeMars. They'll have Carlson and Reynolds in the game. Phillips has the basketball. She gives it over to Carlson. Carlson gives it to Kirsch. Kirsch from about 12. Rolls it over the further end and in 31-28. You'll have Yarborough, Boyd, Bull, Cable, and Black, the starters in the game for Chester T. Cable trapped, gives it over to Addison Boyd. Gives it in the corner to Sierra. Goes to Riley. Riley pulls up from four. Rolls it in and good. 31-29. Or 31-30, excuse me. We may be see a back and forth game here in this half, Mike. Well, see, this reminds good. me a lot of the region championship game last year, Joe. Yes, it does. In the far corner, looks like Graham with the basketball. Graham's going to throw an awkward shot up. Rebound over there by DeMars. DeMars goes up. Shot no good. Rebounded by Reynolds. Knocked all Reynolds back and out of bounds. Well, when you see the game here on Oracle TV, look at the position the girls are getting inside mm-hmm. to, to get that second chance opportunity. They're doing a nice, nice job of it, that's for sure. You know, both sides. You know, bringing up the floor. you got uh, Blakely Boyd came in the game really quick here for Sierra Yarborough. They go in the corner to Caroline Bull. Caroline has it. Goes over the top to Addison Boyd, to Peyton, to Blakely in the corner for three. Got it down. Blakely Boyd for her first three, 33-31. You've got to watch out for Blakely. Yep. War Eagle, Lady War Eagles with the lead. Brooklyn Phillips from Kirsch brings it across the midcourt line. Back to Kirsch. Kirsch in a weave over to Carl to Graham. Back to Phillips. Phillips goes in the corner to Kirsch. Kirsch guarded. She's going to spin move on the baseline. No good. Rebounded. Nah, who's going to grab it right there? It's going to be off the leg of Purple. And will be Chester T's basketball. Probably the Boo Birds behind us. They didn't agree with it, but they're as far away as I am, so... Referee had a lot better angle than we did. Chester Teal bring it across midcourt. Boyd gives it, trying to go to Peyton Cable. Good job by Audrey Graham over there to come up and knock it out of bounds. Riley Black will throw it in on the far side to, to Addison Boyd. Addison bring it across the court onto this side to Cable. Cable looking for a cutting Riley Black. Riley got it, went up for a shot, kind of partially blocked, even though he hit the rim by Brooklyn Phillips. Brooklyn will give it over to Carlson. Carlson gives it up to DeMars. DeMars has the basketball. DeMars is going to have to travel with the basketball on Carson DeMars. Boy, well, Joe, this other if you saw the old-fashioned NBA, you know, give and go for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you give it that and give it back to Riley and go with it. Yep, exactly. Riley gives it back to Addison. Addison has it to Peyton. Peyton back to Addison. Addison in the middle to Riley. Riley trying to go for a layup on the far side. Missed it. No good. Rebounded by Emma Reynolds. Emma's going to bring it up, take the time with it. Gives it over to Brooklyn Phillips with 5.42 in the quarter, 33-31. Brooklyn Phillips goes in, missed the shot over Cable, and Riley Black gets the rebound. They go in a hurry to Bull. Bull goes up and swatted out of bounds by Bristol Kirsch. Went for the layup, and Bristol came in from nowhere and knocked it out of bounds. And we saw her do it against North Hall last week. Mm, we did. 5.30 in the quarter. Caroline Bull deep in the corner for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch will come the other direction. Tries to take it coast-to-coast, does this the bottom side of the rim, no good. It'll be off of Bristol Kirsch as DeMars had it, kind of dribbled it off her leg down there out of bounds. It will be Lady War Eagle basketball. 
with 5.20 remaining in the quarter. Addison board with the basketball. Addison almost trapped over there. Good job by Kirsch and Phillips. Kirsch is going to go coast to coast with it. Gets the layup. Tied it for 33. Now they come the other direction. Black gives it back to Addison Boyd. Addison goes in the corner of Caroline Boyd. Gives it to Peyton Cable. Peyton the near side to Blakely Boyd who shoots a three off the rim. No good rebound by Cable has it. Gives it back. Who's got it? That's going to be Blakely Boyd. Gives it to Addison. Addison's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebound by Audrey Graham on the far side. Audrey gets it. Gives it over to Kirsch. Kirsch dribbles in between traffic. Nice spin move. Throws it up off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Black. Black with 430. They're going to be a foul on DeMars. She got in the way of Riley Black trying to dribble it up the floor, and it'll be out of bounds on the far side for the Lady War Eagles. They'll inbound it on the far side. Yarborough will check into the next dead ball. Addison Boyd dribbles in between. Riley Black gets the loose ball. She'll dribble it with 26. She spin moves into the middle, goes in with the right hand. No good. Got, she went up to the foot and got knocked away off of Cherokee Bluff with 25 seconds. And we'll have Addison Sierra Yarborough coming in for Peyton Cable. Riley Black triggered in. Looking for, looking for, and had a player out there in good hands by Audrey Graham. Knocked it away. DeMars gives it over to Brooklyn Phillips. They tried to go inside to Blakely Boyd and couldn't find her. In a hurry, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to run all over. I think, yes, she runs all over Sierra Yarborough, who drew the charge. Brooklyn ran into her as she shot it. It'll be an offensive foul on on Brooklyn. That's at least two on Brooklyn. And that is the third offensive call against the Bears this game. Riley Black gives it to Boyd. Riley gets it back at midcourt, back to Boyd on the far side. Addison comes back to the near side over to Riley. Riley thought about it, gives it to Caroline in the corner for three. Caroline's three, no good, rebounded by DeMars to Kirsch. Kirsch waits to make sure everybody's back, and then she starts up the court. She brings it up. She kind of tucks it, then throws up a shot, no good, rebounded by Boyd. Boyd goes to Blakely, and Blakely is going to be a foul on Carson DeMars, and they'll shoot two. These shots just aren't falling right now. Nope, for neither team. Looks like Henry Jones, I think, is fixing or is that uh, yeah, Henry Jones fixing to come back in for the Lady Bears. First free throw by Blakely Boyd is good. 34-33. Peyton Cable, number 11, comes in for Sierra Yarber. Second free throws up. Front rim, back rim, and in. 35. 33 with 340 left here in the third quarter. They'll go the other direction. Kirsch was out for a moment. She's going to come right back in. Came in, got a sip of water, and said, I'm ready to go, coach. They go over the far side to Reynolds. They try to go inside to Jones, knocked away by Cable, and Jones gets it back. Jones has it, then it's knocked away by Black. Black has it. Riley trying to go coast to coast. Dribbles behind her back, takes it in with the left hand off the rim, no good. Emory Jones, Carson DeMars comes down with it. Carson gives it over to Claire Carlson. Carlson. Brings it up against Bull. Goes in the corner to, to Graham. Graham dribbles towards the middle. But a traveling call on Audrey Graham on the foul on the free throw line extended on the far side. And Brooklyn Phillips will come in for Graham. Kirsch came back in. She comes in for DeMars. Lady Warriors have the basketball leading by two with three minutes exactly left here in the third quarter. Addison Boyd to Peyton Cable to Riley Black. Riley in the corner. 
to Caroline Bull for three off the front of the rim. No good. Kirsch gets it. She wants to run. She goes up. She dribbles behind her back, has to take it in the corner and pull it back out. She goes back outside to Reynolds. Reynolds dribble drives in there. A little floater from four feet out. Knocks it down to tie it at 35. Addison Boyd brings it up. Trapped over on the far side. Gets it to Peyton Cable. Blakely Boyd has it now. Blakely passes it over to Caroline Bull on this side. She's going to be trapped. And we've got a 30-second timeout called by Sutton Shirley. So be interesting to see what he's going to talk about. We'll hear him down to our left here at our location here at Lincoln Trail Center. I think it's going to be as much offense as anything because they, they haven't been hitting their shots. They got that lead. And then Cherokee Bluff's going to run and tie it back up now. I think it's going to be something to do with slowing it down offensively and trying to get a good, little bit better shot. Well, even the shots that Riley's been attempting on those layups, they just hadn't been falling. Trying to force a little bit too much. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on that. And the three ball after Blakely hit that one, is not falling right now either. Mm-hmm. you got to get offensive rebound again. 2.30 in the quarter, 35 all, just like we thought. Michael, a really, really good ball game against the two top teams in Region 8-4A North. As I was talking to Alan Griffin at halftime, just being a fan, you love this right here oh, being yeah. tied. Love basketball, that's for sure. Oh, nice little pass inside the cable. Cable, one step, left-handed layup, good. 37-35, Riley Black, good play right there as Peyton got open for the layup. Kirsch with the basketball. Kirsch looks back door looking for Yarborough, or excuse me, Carlson. Far corner to Reynolds. She shot a three, no good. Back outside to Carlson. Carlson gets it to to Reynolds. Back to Carlson. Carlson. She's going to go in for a shot. Front rim. No good. Rebounded. Riley Black trying to grab it. She does. Riley grabs it. Gives it off to Caroline Bull. Caroline comes the other way. She's going to go in. Throw it up with the left hand. No good. And there's Peyton Cable on the far side to get the putback. And it's good. 39-35. We talked about second chance points, Mike. Right now, the first half was Cherokee Bluffs. The second half so far has been just a tee. That's what Cable can do. Claire Carlson has the basketball way out front against Black. Now he's a pick and got it. Didn't really have it, though. Carlson on the far side. Nice job. Rolled from about four feet, going away from the basket. Threw it back away across from her body and threw it up and in. 39-37. Peyton Cable with the basketball. Steps back. Still a two. Knocks down a two. That's 41, six for Peyton. Yep, 41-37. She's about two inches from being outside the three-point arc. Didn't need it. Booking Phillips with the basketball. Far side against Black. Comes to this side against Kirsch. Kirsch against Addison Boyd. Kirsch dribbles back out with 20. Kirsch thought about going again. Throws it over to Brooklyn Phillips on the far side. Brooklyn squared around against Riley. Went up for the shot. No good. Nice job by Pitt Bristol. Kirsch. Bristol came in and the shot went up. They wanted a foul. Didn't get it. They come the other way. Riley Black to Caroline Boyd. Caroline for the layup. Good. 43-37. Six-point lead. For the Lady War Eagles. Now come in a hurry. Emma Reynolds gives it off. Knocked away. Peyton Cable has it. Gives it off to Addison Boyd in a hurry to Bull. Bull against Kirsch. Goes up. It's knocked out of bounds on a foul call on Bristol Kirsch. And while she goes a lot of shoots, he was paused. Ten seconds for station identification. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. So she'll go to the line to shoot two. She's at the line for two. The first one's up good. Sierra Yarborough comes back in. Hallie Wilson is going to come back in. I think that's a good move for Coach Cassie Scott right here. Trying to keep him off the board. She'll come in for Emory Jones. Second one by Caroline Bull. 
And she receives the basketball from the referee, spins it, dribbles it twice, two more times. Up, good. 45-37, largest lead of the night for either team, Michael. And they have not missed a free throw here in the quarter. Bristol Kirsch goes up to kind of a wild shot. There's Wilson to clean it up. She got the tip, went straight up over the basket and knocked it down. 45-39, six-point lead with 14 seconds left. Riley Black with the basketball against Kirsch. Riley going to take it, pull up from eight. She's fouled by Phillips and didn't need to. She hit, hit her and knocked her down with 7.8 seconds. So Riley Black will go to the line. She pushed it up, looked at Coach Sutton. Shirley went over and got the play, dribbled in, went up to the shot, pulled up from basically the elbow, the corner of the free throw lane and the line, about a foot inside. First one was good. Second one was good. She knocked them both down, back up to an eight-point lead, 47-39 with 7.8. Bristol Kirsch with the basketball. Pressure from the War Eagles in the backcourt. Kirsch. Tries to throw it down to Wilson. It's knocked away, and that'll be the end of your quarter right there. 47-39, Lady War Eagles after three. And back to the fourth and final quarter in one minute on 97.5, Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. At least eight minutes left in this ball game. And, my, and Michael means that for sure, at least eight minutes, but it could be a little bit longer than that, depending on how this quarter turns out. An eight-point lead, biggest of the night for either team, by the Lady War Eagles. Chessie outscored them by nine points in the yep, third quarter. 19 to 10 there in the third quarter. Riley Black has it up front. They're going to run a 1-3-1. To bring them out way outside. They're trying to go inside. Good job by Claire Carlson to get the interception as they try to go down low. Carlson intercepted. She dribbles into the front court. Goes over to Graham. Graham on the near side. Graham dribbles against Black. Graham goes in, tries to go inside. Riley Black knocks away. Yarborough collects it. Back to Black. Black gives it off to Addison Boyd. Addison brings it up. Goes in the corner to Yarborough. Yarborough gives it over to Caroline Bull. She loses it. They try to go to Bristol Kirk. Bristol. Loses it behind her back as she tries to dribble. Stolen by Caroline Bull. Caroline Riley Black at the far side. Riley has it. Dribbles inside. Pulls up from eight. Off the rim. No good. Riley tipped it right to number three, Claire Carlson. Claire comes the other direction. She has it with seven minutes and seven seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Kirsch gives it off to DeMars. DeMars back to Kirsch. Kirsch guarded by Addison Boyd. Kirsch drives it down about six feet out. Shot no good, rebounded by Bull. Caroline dribbles with the left hand, shots over the right, coming up the court. She's in the front court, goes in the corner to Yarborough. Yarborough dribbles around her, person guarding her, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Kirsch as Carson DeMars also in there. 
forcing her really nicely defensively to the side. Joe, two things. First, the Cherokee bluff, no threes, and a lot of free throws for Chesapeake. Yep. Addison Boyd in the free in the front court now. Addison gives it off to Peyton Cable. Starters back in for both teams. Cable far side to Bull. Bull. Oh, nice job by Kirsch to come up and partially block it. And we'll have a foul on somebody. Joe, half of the Oregon points in the third quarter came yep. from the free throw line. Fouls on Audrey Graham after the block shot. She came in and pushed the Lady War Eagle. And it will be Lady War Eagle basketball with 631 and 25 on the shot clock. Bull in the corner for three. Short hits the rim. Come down by Reynolds. Reynolds gives it over to Carlson. Carlson will bring it up. Carlson brings it, gives it back over to Reynolds. Reynolds on the far side, dribbles with the left hand, goes it, and they're going to pass. Carry the basketball. I've been wondering if they were going to call that tonight on her or Bristol Kirsch because sometimes you'll see that hand come almost all the way underneath to, to, to get an extra dribble out of it, as I call it. And they called the palming of the basketball of the carry right there. Riley Black has it coming to the near side, right in front of the table. Now she's down here on the left wing. And she spins in the middle, pulls up, stops. She goes up for a shot, and a foul is called. And that foul's going to be on number five, Emma Reynolds. They waited until after the shot to see if it was going to go up or not, or go in, before the foul was called. And, Joe, you notice what Sutton Shirley's done here in the second half. Every time down court, they're trying to get in the paint and go yep. underneath. Trying to make get something and go get some fouls on them. Riley hits the first one. And as I said, they were nine. They started out like 50%, but they cleaned it up. They were only missed five. They were nine of 14. She missed that one. I jinxed them. That's the first one they missed in the second half, yep. isn't it? Lady Bears are six of nine in the first half. Kirsch with the basketball. Nice job. Dribbles over to this side to, to Carlson. Oh, Graham. Graham for three. Knocked it down. Aldrew well, a big three. a big three right there. She had no points at the half. First big basket, 48-42. Dumps to Caroline Bull in the corner, guarded by Graham. Gives it back over to Addison Boyd, over to Riley Black on the near side. Black being guarded by Car DeMarsh, excuse me. The clear route. Riley's going to take it in. She gets fouled by, I think, Emma Reynolds. But get once Graham. in a War Eagle yep. TV, folks. Boy, we're about, Joe described it perfectly. You clear out and let Riley go one-on-one. And it did, and foul's going to be on uh, Graham. That's going to be three or four on Graham. I think they said four. Free throw is off. No good by Riley. And that's going to bring Brooklyn Phillips in for Audrey Graham. It's a rare miss for her at the free throw line. You can tell, and, and I'll throw this in there now, and I'm not making excuses for Cassie Scott's team, but you can tell they're missing Caitlin Cook tonight. Yeah, absolutely. The second free throw is good. Caitlin is the go-to girl, handles the ball quite a lot in their offense. And blame the weather. But now Bristol has done a fantastic job Absolutely. handling the basketball for the Lady Bears this evening. Absolutely. Bristol's going to try a nice little pass over the top and got a foul on the Lady War Eagles, number five, Caroline Bull. And I mentioned blame the weather again for Caitlin not being here because yep. her flight was on time. She'd be here. Yep. Everything was delayed in Atlanta this morning for about three hours, and everything down in the Orlando area was delayed this afternoon for about three or four hours. Looking for somebody to get an inbounds close to the five count. Got it in on the release. Stop, the count stops. Kirsch has it. She's going to shoot it. No good. Knocked away. And they try to throw it in. Good job by Brooklyn Phillips to grab it, turn around, and throw it off of Caroline Bull out of bounds with 17. It'll be Lady Bears basketball. I'll let you describe that, Joe, the former official, that the, the, the count stops when it releases from the trigger man's yeah. That shot went up from Bristol Kirsch, and she missed it, rebounding by Peyton Cable. 
She'll give it to Riley Black. You, know, you have five seconds to get it in when you're throwing it in from out, from out of bounds, throwing it inbounds. And used to it had to hit the inbounds person. Well, uh -huh. now it just has to be released from the person there. Nice job by Riley up and under off the glass for the basket. 51-42, a nine-point advantage now. Biggest of the game. 4.50 on the clock here in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Got a timeout by Cassie Scott. It will be. I'm waiting to see what he's going to say. He's backing up, making sure they know what it is. Timeout's going to be a full. We'll take it with us. We're back in one minute. You're tuned to 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Chessie has a nine-point lead, but that's only three threes, buddy. That's only three threes, and they know they can hit them out there, that's for sure. They've been trying to go inside here in the second half. Brooklyn and Phillips will trigger it in to Bristol Kirshen to the backcourt. Bristol guarded by Addison Boyd. Bristol brings it up into the front court now. Far side over to Claire Carlson. Claire tries to go around Bull. She does. Up, up with the top. No good. Rebound by Cable. Cable over to Riley Black. Riley will dribble up with the left hand against the Marsh. 4.30 in the quarter now. Switches hand, goes the other way. She lost control of it as she's going that way and stolen away by Reynolds. Reynolds will go the other direction. Reynolds in the corner to Phillips. Phillips had an open lane, went inside. It's going to be a blocking foul in the basket. It's good. Well, good job three. by Brooklyn Phillips there, Mike. As Brooklyn got it, and when she went on to the basket before Caroline could get there, Brooklyn or Caroline went up under him. Brooklyn made the basket, and she's going to try the old-fashioned three-point play here. And a made free throw makes it a six-point game. 51-44, 51-44. She missed it. Riley Black with the board. She dribbles up against pressure. Gets it over to Addison Boyd over here on the near side. Goes in the corner to Alec Caroline Boyd. Caroline dribbles on the baseline. Throws it way high on the corner. And Blakely Boyd couldn't handle it. Gives it over to Carson DeMars. And then Claire Carlson over to Kirsch. Kirsch has it. They cleared out. Kirsch went in for a little floater. No good. Rebound. Going to come down to Bull. Bull. Trying to dribble through traffic. She has it. Looking to give it to somebody. She gives the cable on the far side. Cable trying to get it back to Bull. She does. Bull gets it across with one second to spare. Riley Black with the basketball. Riley with 343. Now they're going to set the plate as Riley's way outside on the wing. What's a clear out? Now they're going to the other side. Caroline Bull shot a three. It's way off and gives it to Graham with a rebound. Reynolds with a rebound. Excuse me. Reynolds will come the other direction. She gives it off to Claire Carlson. Claire Carlson will dribble up across the midcourt. Carlson, far court to Kirsch on the left wing. Kirsch against Boyd to Phillips. Phillips thought about a three. She'll dribble inside. Throws a floater up. No good. Rebound knocked around. Caroline Bull comes away with it. Gives it over to Riley Black. 3-10 in the quarter. Caroline has it. Or excuse me, Riley has it now. Riley guarded by Carson DeMars. 
Audrey Graham getting ready to check back in for the Lady Bears. Ryder Black goes in, loses control of it. They, go, they say the loss went off of a purple team, went back to the white team, back to Riley Black after Tust Addison Boyd. Riley goes in, she went up, and that's going to be a travel right there. She went in and thought she was going to have contact, but there was very little there, and she came down with an extra strip. That'll be a travel by Riley Black. Emma Reynolds back in the game. She's going to come in for DeMars. Kirsch from Reynolds in the backcourt, 245, seven-point lead for the Lady War Eagles. Reynolds has it. She dribbles inside up over Peyton Cable. No good. Tip. Black gets the rebound. Riley goes in a hurry against Phillips. Now she goes up with the left hand. Riley does. Missed it. No good. Rebound on the far side. Good job by Claire Carlson. Claire's done a good job on the last tonight for Coach Cassie Scott's team. In the front court is going to be Bristol Kirsch. Kirsch trying to get over. Caroline Bull comes and steps in front. Strips it away. Caroline Bull with a layup. No good. She had a little pressure there from Carlson. They give it to Kirsch. Kirsch throws it right over the top through the hands of Audrey Graham. Two minutes, six seconds. They might start scoring here, Mike. They're down seven. Every possession important for the Bears now. Yep. I know they want to get it up there in a hurry, but they really don't have to rush as long as they can score and hold if they can get stops on the other end. Riley Black. Riley Black goes in. In and around Brooklyn Phillips tried to draw contact and went in with that left hand and got the basket, 53 44, nine-point advantage. The three is coming down now with 145 left. There's going to be Carlson going to the basket. No good. Rebounded by Audrey Graham, and the stick back is good. 53, 46, 137. They're not trying threes. Mm, Riley Black has it going against Phillips. She brings it up into the front court. She holds it back now, 128. Riley, now they're going to hold it and make them foul them probably way out front there, Mike, with 21. Riley. Has it. She goes to the basket, throws it up late and good. She just creates a lot of stuff. And when she gets that close to the basket, kind of flips it up. And she's really Johnny on the spot there to make those baskets. 55-46, 109, down nine points are the Lady Bears. Curse with the basketball. Pretty good defense out front. Man-to-man inside. They go inside. Didn't have a foul right there. Reynolds gets the offensive rebound, goes up for a shot. Emma missed it. Peyton Cable gets the defensive rebound, and Riley Black has it with 51. And that's probably going to be your ball game with nine-point lead. But we've seen stranger thing happen. Riley Black has it in the front court, 55-46. She's going to try and take it all the way in. She does shot it late and created and got a foul call. Foul is going to be on number three, Clara Carlson. And Riley at the line, 4-2. Timeout. Timeout, Riley uh, Sutton, Shirley. And he'll be, that'll be a 30-second timeout they'll call. Riley yeah. Black will be back for, well, they're saying, they're saying a full timeout okay. right there. Well, my, my We're back in a bit more here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. That sort of led to that, that NCAA rule where you call 30, they call minute. You'll see that Joe, the first time out, the second half is a 30. They make it a full minute for whatever reason. Is what reminded me of right there. So a full timeout for Coach Shirley. TV, they had to have that TV timeout to get that commercial in. Yeah. Riley's free throw is good. Makes it a 10-point advantage with 40 seconds left. That's going to be a ball game right there. Riley's next one. She catches it, squares up, shot off the back rim and in. 57-46, 40.1 seconds. Brooklyn Phillips will come the other direction. Passes over here to this side of Reynolds. Reynolds goes to the basket up and good. She hit it, no timeout call. It's 57-48, an eight-point advantage. She'll grab it, and it's going to be a timeout call, a full timeout by Sudden Shirley as he called it before the five-second count went out down there in 23.8 seconds. And we'll keep it right here this time around. Yep. Again, between games on the radio side on 97.5 FM, you'll hear an interview with one of the doctors from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine with our sports medicine timeout between games. Then during halftime of the boys' ball game, you'll hear from Coach Shutton Shirley here at Chester T. High. They'll be 1-0. Really, the number one team, I should say. They'll be number one. Cherokee will be the number two team. Right. And right. the thing about those, you know, the top two teams get a buy in that first round, but mm-hmm. it was there's six teams on the north side. Exactly. And, uh, you know, the, every game, you know, as we always say, all the region games is important, but basically this being the last night of the first rotation mm-hmm. is big tonight, but then Friday night really starts the gut-wrenching the rest of the season because you really, you know, the teams that are on the lower end of that, Pot have really got to win out to to secure a spot in the playoffs. And both teams are on the road. We'll find out more about that later on. Lady War Eagles will throw it in. No, they throw it over to the far side. They can do that old play, and then Riley Black gets it and brings it down the court with 21. Riley has it. They'll bring it back out. No, no, they'll foul or not. Brooklyn Phillips playing defense, but not fouling. 14, 13, 12. I think they're just going to let her run it out. 11, 10, 9. Yeah, they're just going to. Let her run it out, and she's not going to tie anything. Lady War, Lady Bears are going to back up. Big hand from the Chester T crowd on the bench. 57-48. Lady War Eagles come from behind and win round number one with the Lady Bears. Again, both teams on the road coming up on Friday. We'll tell you more about that. We'll wrap our girls game up in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, 
and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. And we're back here at Chesapeake High School. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Joe's coming back to bring us the final toes this ball game. I tell you what, just what we were talking about, we were expecting this one to be just like the region championship, and it was really what we were expecting. Well, and, and, and you know, Mike, it, uh, what we saw is that Chesapeake started taking to the basket and drawing fouls there and, and going to the free throw line. And as I go through stats, you'll understand that here in a second. For Cherokee Bluff, Carson Morris had two, Brooklyn Phillips seven, Claire Carlson four, Audrey Graham five, Emma Reynolds uh, had 11. She was the leading scorer. Emory Jones had three. Bristol Kirsch and Hallie Wilson both had eight points. They wound up with only two three-pointers, which I thought they'd shoot a lot more of there in the uh, fourth quarter, but they didn't. And uh, then there were six of ten. Only shot one free throw and missed it there in the second half. Surprisingly, 6 of 10 for the night. Chester T. Lady War Eagles, they finished up with um, Addison Boyd with 6, Blakely Boyd with 7, Caroline Bull 8, Peyton Cable 13, and leading scorer for everybody, Riley Black with 23. She had 14 in the second half. They wound up with four three-pointers, and they were 19 of 26 from the charity stripe, 10 of 12 in the second half. They won the ball game from the free throw line. Yep, they did. That's, that's the they won it there. They outscored them 29 to 19 in the second half. They were down one, one by nine, and that was a difference in the ball game. That's for sure. They started taking to the basket. Uh, I think it made a lot of difference. And what we talked about, it seemed like uh, uh, Cherokee Bluffs had a, did a better job of getting the second chance putbacks, points, looks, if you will, in the first half, and just the opposite there for Chester T. They started getting those looks in the second half. Well, remember that stretch of six straight points by Peyton Cable. Yes. That really yep. helped. Yeah, Peyton got there. She got loose on one inside and then got two two jumpers, and uh, that made a lot of difference for sure. All right, coming up next, we'll get ready for, I think, an exciting boys' ball game. I think it will be. It'll be Cherokee Bluff and Chesapeake. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM, you'll hear uh, from one of the doctors at NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We'll get ready for the second half of our doubleheader on 97.5 Glory FM with a live video stream on War Eagle TV. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. 
They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports. We're talking with Dr. Brett Meeks, one of the surgeons from NGPG Ortho in sports medicine. Dr. Meeks, good to have you with us here once again. Let's talk about some of the, the common injuries that not only the young athlete, but also someone older and uh, might experience. And could you need your help, please? Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> again, you know, when we talk about younger athletes, a lot of times the injuries that we're seeing are uh, we see some ACL tears, we see meniscus injury, um, and we also see shoulder injuries from uh, dislocations. Uh, so we see shoulder instability patients, um, and we operate on the, all those folks with arthroscopic surgery and try to try to get them stabilized and or get their you know ACL reconstructed and get them back to to sport. Um, and, and older folks, um, you know, also seeing um, a lot of injuries as well. I uh, treat patients with uh, rotator cuff tears. I also uh, treat patients with uh, shoulder arthritis and uh, do shoulder replacement surgery. And uh, so a lot of times trying to get uh, patients back to what they love. And usually that involves uh, some level of sporting activity, but, you know, not always. Uh, you know, sometimes patients um, injure themselves in the course of work, and they're really just, you know, trying to get back to work. And so we take care of those folks as well and kind of kind of spans the whole gamut, really. All right. The first quick question is, will a younger athlete, say in their teens who may have an injury in a high school sport, once you correct their problem and they go through NGPG, are they more likely maybe to have problems later on in life, sir? Um, I, you know, I think that's kind of specific to the uh, injury. Um, but I think I would say a, a younger person, as long as uh, they don't um, put off being seen and have a delay in their care where, uh, you know, maybe they're doing further injury to their knee or shoulder, um, I think that, uh, you know, those folks, if we're able to get to them in an appropriate timeline, we can sort of help prevent those injuries later in life. Um, but certainly there's some injuries uh, that can happen, whether it's the knee or the shoulder, that can predispose you for some level of um, arthritis, uh, you know, down the road. But um, there's really certainly no crystal ball or no timeline that says that those patients will have that. I think it's just a possibility based on the initial injury. All right. How about someone like myself who's older in life, okay, and then and – then, your joints will start wearing out on you. How can you help me? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I see a lot of folks that have some arthritis, um, whether that's knee or shoulder arthritis, and we always try to start conservative, and there's certainly a lot of treatment options, whether that's over-the-counter medications, including, you know, anti-inflammatories and Tylenol. There's also a lot of topical creams that can help. Um, certainly uh, icing and heating are, are initial treatment options. Um, then there's also injections that we, we do to help people, and, you know, uh, as far as injections, you know, there's options for cortisone. There's um, sort of gel injections um, that can help with knee arthritis, and then there's there's some injections called PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, and then you know at least in the knee, there's some good data to support that. So um, I think there's a lot of uh, sort of non-operative options, and certainly you know, when we talk about getting older and playing recreational sports and, and doing those things, it's always good to. You know, certainly warm up and, and stretch and, and kind of have a progression of activity as opposed to sort of, you know, I guess, 
you know, couch potato and then saying, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go, uh, you know, play a huge uh, round of tennis here and, and injure yourself. So you know, we try to um, talk to people about that as well. So I think those are all ways that uh, we can help people short of surgery. All right. How about when it comes to surgery, like for someone who is older and say their knees are just going out or their shoulders going and you got to say bone on bone. How, how do you help them? Yeah. So <clears throat> using the shoulder as an example. So somebody that, that comes in that's, and some of this depends on, you know, how old that patient is. There's, there's different procedures in the shoulder, but um, you know, we'd be talking about shoulder replacement most likely. And um, you know, I think, in the, in the properly indicated patients, those patients are very happy um, after having a shoulder replacement and sort of getting some motion back and, and you know, not having that bone-on-bone uh, -bone grinding and pain. Um, so it can certainly provide uh, tremendous relief. And by the same token, you know, in the knee, um, certainly there's knee replacement options and we have, uh, you know, adult reconstruction and, and knee and hip specialists within, within NGPG as well. And uh, so it can certainly get you to the right person for that. Um, but I think, you know, in the properly indicated patient, the um, arthroplasty or joint replacement procedures can be uh, hugely beneficial. All right, so tell me how invasive, say, will the shoulder replacement surgery be? It, so, yeah, it's uh, shoulder replacement, um, when you say invasive, it's not, it's not the arthroscopic procedure. You know, the, the rotator cuff repairs and different things, shoulder instability surgery, you know, those are uh, small poke holes where we're using the arthroscope and, and doing minimally invasive surgery with with the replacements, you know, we, we're, we're not talking about a camera in the shoulder. <clears throat> we're talking about a, you know, incision over the front of the shoulder. So it's, you know, um, more of an open procedure because we have to get the, the, uh, the parts in the shoulder, so to speak. And so um, a little bit bigger of an incision, but um, most people are, are not bothered by the, the cosmetic appearance of, of the incision in the front. That usually heals up just great. And like I said, uh, people are very happy to not have that bone-on-bone -bone pain, which can be tremendously painful. Oh, absolutely. So how long would rehab be for, for that kind of surgery? Yeah, so kind of kind of the same timeline we talk about um, with that as, as far as the ACL goes. I mean, it's a full 9 to 12-month recovery, but I always tell patients they're usually getting back to the things that they enjoy doing by around 3 to 4 months. But, but again, full recovery is about 9 to 12 from, from all the aches and pains from, from a, a surgery like that. I know you want to just relieve as much pain as possible in the patient. That's correct. All right, so we, you can go to, to NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. So you can see Dr. Brett Meeks there. And tell everybody where you're located, sir. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I uh, practice out of uh, Medical Park 1 uh, off of Jesse Jewell in uh, Gainesville. I see uh, patients there about uh, two to three days a week, and then also I practice in Dawsonville uh, off of 453 um, in our location there as well. Um, and so happy to see anybody that uh, needs their knee or shoulders looked at. I'm well, looking forward to it, Dr. Biggs. Thank you so much for being with us. we got much more for you coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.